episode of Sisters Living Apart. This week is a very special week. Tell them, Raquel. Yes, that's right, because first of all, we are live from Michelle's dorm room in San Diego. And um, we have a very special guest. Michelle, take it away. Yes, the guest for today is a really special guest for season two, episode four. We have the one, the only, Delta Zeta sorority member, transfer student club president, and SDSU student, my roomie, Jenny. Thank you for having me. Wait, we got to switch. Hold on. We apologize in advance if there's any noise in the background. We are not the only people in this apartment. apartment. We have a few other roommates, but the one that Michelle is um, sharing a dorm with is Jenny. So This is so cool. All right, Jenny, let the people know, who are you? (laughs) Hi, everyone. Thank you, Michelle and Raquel, for having me today. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Hey. I'm super excited. Yay. Um, so, yes, my full name is Jennifer, not Jenny, but everybody calls me Jenny. Last name is Vallejo. I'm from Santa Ana, but I grew up in Corona Narco area. <laughs> Don't mind the other <laughs> You just got a little taste of what it's like living here at Viva 5750. <laughs> Awesome. So thanks for that little background. Um, Now I'm just going to introduce the topic real quick. This week's topic is kind of surrounding the topic of education. So what that looks like for each and every one of us, what it has looked like at different times in our lives and how it affects different areas of our lives. So we're just going to go ahead and get into it. Well, I feel, first of all, I feel like I'm the outsider here because I just came to visit Michelle <laughs> and literally I don't even go here, y'all, but... She doesn't even go here. <laughs> yeah, literally. Pero, uh, I just want to know, you know, I never really got the um, college experience, you know, I never got to actually live at a university and do this whole thing. So I have a lot of questions um, for Jenny, especially um so as previously mentioned jenny is part of the delta zeta sorority group which you guys this just gives me like house bunny vibes like all yes of the college i movie love that vibes. movie yes it gives me all of those vibes so i have a lot of questions first of all is it like the movies that's how i pictured it to be and honestly there's some things that are like the movie for example the house it actually does remind me like the movie because it's a big house there's a lot of girls that live there uh-huh. and it's three floors and they have a house mom just like the movie oh really yeah <laughs> um and it's different age groups you know you have your straight out of high school girls and then you have like your seniors ready to graduate go to grad school so it's different age groups and that's some similarities how i can compare it to the movie um and you don't live obviously she does not live in the house no i don't don't live in the house um i live here obviously and i love (laughs) it here um but yeah i do have um um some friends that do live in the house and they they love living there it's a good experience for them but i'm a senior so i don't have to live in the house you prefer not to um 
If I would have entered and rushed as a freshman, I would have had to. That's a rule. Mm-hmm. But since I'm a senior, um, I don't have to. And so, um, I mean, we have sleepovers. So that's the cool part is, well, we have sleepovers and we have events there. Like, um, I want to say three weeks ago, we had family weekend and I was able to bring my parents and we had like a family brunch mm-hmm. and they met some of my other sorority sisters, like parents. Um, and then it's so funny because... One girl um, that I met like on bid day, which is like when you go to your house and Mm -hmm. you meet your sisters, Mm -hmm. um, she has the same last name as me. And it's so crazy because I have never in my academic life in elementary school, middle school, high school, have ever met somebody that has the same last name as me besides my sisters. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was so crazy because I was like, okay, finally, like somebody in college has the same last name as me and her parents were there on family weekend day my parents were there and they were able to talk to each other they were speaking in spanish and yeah i just thought it was so crazy because now we can actually say like we're true sisters now not only are we sorority sisters but we have the same last name so i thought that was like really cool honestly that's so cool so in part it is kind of like the movies but also, it's not all what it seems to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like in the movie, like, all the guys are, like, making fun of their house in that specific type of sorority. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, it's actually called Seda. And I'm in Delta Seda. So, I mean, it's kind of similar. <laughs> but, I mean, here, like, in school, like, there's no discrimination or anything like that towards any oh, houses. Oh, so. okay. Oh. Cool. So, what kind of like um, things, like charities, do you guys do funds for? Like, because I know mm-hmm. what is the purpose of a sorority? You know. Yeah, one of the reasons why I chose Delta Zeta is because um, they have helped with um, an organization that helps people who can't hear. They provide them with, um, I think they're called like the hearing aids, the ones that go mm-hmm. inside the ears, mm-hmm. which is very beautiful because. Mm-hmm. It's people who actually, like, can't hear anything. Like, one of my older sisters, she has arthritis, and that affects her hearing. But she can still hear. It's just not very good. Mm -hmm. And so with these people that the sorority helps is people from, like, all over the world who can't hear at all. And so I remember when I first um, started learning about their group, um, they showed like all the new girls who were rushing videos of um, where they go to to provide these hearing aids for people. And it, it was just so beautiful being able to see them put the earpiece in their ear and be able to hear for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Even Dang. with like little kids to yeah. seniors. That is so cool, actually. Oh, um, and then also um, during um, the pandemic, I mean, we still are going through the pandemic, but mm-hmm. during the time of lockdown, um, of course, here in San Diego, there's a lot of um, poor communities that mm-hmm. went through food insecurity. And so what my sorority did was they did um, something called uh, Meals on Wheels. And so they made mm-hmm. um, uh, food bags to be able to provide for um, families that were going through food insecurity. And this is all on top of your school school stuff mm-hmm. all of your club activities for your mm-hmm. transfer club mm-hmm. and then 
you also work full-time or part-time i work part-time now which mm-hmm. is a crazy thing um if i wasn't leading a club on campus if i wasn't a part of a sorority um i would be working full-time because back when i was in junior college i was going to school full-time and i was working full-time i was doing both mm-hmm. still being able to manage to get good grades still being able to be a good worker and on top of that last year i got a promotion Oh, yeah man. yeah so what is it like balancing all those things <laughs> it's funny because the other day like i was breaking down because i i couldn't handle just school just school like i don't do much <laughs> i don't work i don't um i'm not part of any clubs actually i'm part of a a program but we'll talk she's about she's not that the later. president though yeah <laughs> and um but i was like how do you do it jenny like you know all these it's things. it's hard it's hectic but i think as long as you know how to manage your time and you set yourself a schedule and you put your priorities you can actually be successful at it and the only reason why i'm successful at it is because i like what i'm doing i'm a transfer student i i, I mm-hmm. identify myself as a transfer student and therefore i want to be able to help other transfers be able to be successful on campus and then also i love my field of study mm-hmm. um what are you studying i'm studying sociology so i study society and yeah i think if you find something that you're passionate about if you like what you do there's just no way you can fail but yes of course i am not perfect mm-hmm. uh, there's times where i have failed but hey you know what you learn from it you get back up and you keep trying Yes. yes i love everything about that right now <laughs> yeah something that came to mind though is like because for me i am studying what i'm passionate about i mean i'm also studying business and that's just because i'm like i've been doing it for so long that i just want to finish but i mean i'm studying cultural studies and that's what i'm passionate about and it's still overwhelming for me sometimes that's like one of the things that has been part of my educational journey is um getting to university level and being overwhelmed by the research component of it and i think that yes like that's a good point you know you should be passionate but also like maybe it's just me because like i'm an overthinker and so that gets to me um but also i think just like the way that i grew up you know taking uh ap classes and doing a lot of things that mm, didn't really challenge me um the way that this has and so i think one of the most important things that i had to learn or that i'm still learning is that you can't um you have to be able to fail Mm -hmm. i think that's one of the biggest things because like i'm going into something that i don't know Mm -hmm. and it's like oh whoa like i'm not good at this and you have to be okay with that and be okay with being i was not being the best and potentially failing you know and still trying it anyway you know so yep that's what life is about you live and you learn yeah yeah but also i think it's a very like just the concept around being a transfer student in itself like Mm -hmm. that is hard in itself that's a big deal and for you to be like managing the club and helping other people navigate through the transfer process like Mm -hmm. is a lot because i mean me (laughs) i don't know if i'm qualified to say this but (laughs) at one point in my educational career 
I was a transfer student and that was really hard because when I transferred from my community college to the university, which is a completely different like system, um, I felt like I just didn't fit in and it was Mm -hmm. very hard for me to Mm -hmm. to get involved in in a new school, in a Mm -hmm. new system, just like the way things worked. And I, and I totally agree with what you said about like, um, you know, doing what you love and what you're passionate about, because at that point, like in my degree, I don't think I was really passionate about it anymore. Like it was just kind of like, this is not what I want. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes, you know, trying something to, to figure that out. But, um, but yeah, like ultimately, like, unfortunately, like I ended up dropping out because I just didn't feel like I fit in in that mm-hmm. in that place, you know. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to go to a school where they have a club or something that like specifically for transfer students where you can ask questions and just kind of um, connect with other transfer students is super helpful. So, yeah, I think that's my point of view in, in terms of wh- mm-hmm. how I fit in here. Honestly, mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm she doesn't even go here, but <laughs> But, you know, it's really cool to see um, what it's like, even if it's for a few weeks, just, you know, Mm -hmm. the university um, level of housing and not even like you're not from here, you know, like, Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit more about that. Like, what was it for you to like ultimately decide I'm going to leave my house? I'm actually going to travel somewhere and live there and study there, like away from home. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when I knew that I did want to hire my education after I graduated junior college, um, I applied everywhere, to be honest, all over California. Um, I did have an idea in going out of state, but the out-of-state tuition is just too expensive, Mm -hmm. so I said no thanks. (laughs) Um, So I ended up just staying in California. So I applied Mm -hmm. everywhere from um, my local area to up north in the bay area to of course here in socal Mm -hmm. so i got into about i want to say nine schools out of 12 i think Mm -hmm. so that's a lot and i yeah i was very undecisive at the time um i didn't really know which schools were going to see potential in me i knew i was competitive when i applied like i knew i had the grades for it so while i I had to pick we were still going through the panoramic (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. so my top schools were San Francisco State, mm-hmm. UC Santa Cruz, and San Diego State. I really wanted to go to the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, with the pandemic, my parents were like, oh, like it's better if you stay closer to home because you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's better for you to be two hours away from home versus seven hours away. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, hey, you know what? That's true. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, I have family here in san diego and so mm-hmm. that's why i ended up choosing san diego state but besides that um sdsu um i heard was a very diverse school so yeah. there was a point there was a point where jenny was not gonna be michelle's roommate yeah, uh-huh. yeah. i was gonna go up north and she was gonna stay come, come down. down yeah yeah we've talked about this before like it's crazy how like we both had the same plan but it ended up being that she stayed and then now we're here. So. Viva 5750 room. Why would you say that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Exposing us. Yeah, well, in my experience, it was kind of different. Um, I came from the Bay. The way I did it was, first of all, I did not even apply to the UCs. Good thing I, you didn't. Huh? Good thing you didn't. <laughs> well, I applied straight to university from high school. 
and I got into almost all the schools. I didn't apply to UCs either. I just applied to uh, the CSUs and I got in. But at the end, I was like, well, why am I going to do that if I can just save money and go to community? So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And then I reapplied. Also, the first time around after high school, I didn't get into San Diego State. And I was very sad because that was my top choice. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to community and then we'll see how it goes. I remember how to pay the second time. The first time I didn't, but the second time I did and I got to pick, yeah, four schools. And so I didn't even think about UCs because uh, it's just a lot more. You have to yeah, have extracurriculars and like written essays. Horrible. And I just you have to write, write like um, personal mm-hmm. insight questions. And that was very stressful. Yeah. And I was just not about that. Like I just... If I have to, like, work my way in there, I'm, I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if you do, great. Congratulations. But I just, like, why would I why would I stress myself to get it somewhere where I'm going to stress myself? That's just, right off the bat, it's just a bad start. You know what I mean? So, anyway, I was like, <laughs> so I was like you know what? I'm just going to pick four schools. And I really didn't even want, I just wanted San Diego State, San Jose State, or East Bay. That's Ooh, the only I ones got I got into those two. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the only ones I wanted. San Francisco State, I didn't want, but I had four free applications, so I said, okay, let's go. <laughs> I got into all four. Gracias a Dios, right? Um, San Francisco was like, no way, because if a tsunami hits, you're dead. So I said no. <laughs> um, Logic. And then, Earthquakes. honestly, my top choice was San Diego State, because I knew I wanted to go far from my house and you knew you wanted to go to mexico yeah like i (laughs) (laughs) i know i've already been like so many times jenny doesn't even have a roommate (laughs) she's like oh you're going to mexico okay okay yeah and then when i'm not home you don't have a roommate i know she goes like i go back home a lot uh Mm -hmm. um i actually went back to her house one time. yeah my my parents spoiled her i I got jealous a little bit no i know they love me more than they love her (laughs) she even went on a walk with them yeah she was was like like, dang your parents know everybody in the neighborhood i was like yeah i was like they go on a walk every day i know they were all like saying hi to all the i was like wait until you actually go back to their hometown like oof, they're more popular over there yeah (laughs) so that was cool um but anyway, I decided that I wanted to go to San Diego because, I'm, like I said, I'm doing cultural studies. And what better place to study? Because I'm doing Chicano culture studies. Mm-hmm. So that's like Mexican-American uh, study. So what better yeah. place to study that than right on the border? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I wanted to come here. Well, I'll add something to that. Even like as a visitor, though, I, I see like this place. Like it makes sense for the both of you mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because... I like were up there since I live up in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not as many like Latino Hispanic resources, and or even like I dare say like population wise, I feel like there's a lot more down here, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot more recognition of it. Whereas up there, I just I don't see as much. I feel like it's it's diverse as mm-hmm. well. But it's not very inclined towards Latinos in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of that's what I wanted to talk about. Kind of like your experience coming here, because for me, kind of like the downsides of of coming here. Because I know we've talked talked about it, but like, because I I just want to keep it real. You know, like not everything's all rainbows and sunshines. You know, like for me, a big thing moving here was like culture shock. Like like Raquel said, yes, there there is an inclination and in a recognition of the latino community and i feel like there is a bigger population but there's also there's also like majority of like white students at the college and that for me was very 
that was a culture shock because like she said in the bay there's a lot of diversity so there's a lot of different races and here it's just like one main one i feel um and actually no it's not a feeling i saw in one of my classes they brought up the statistics <laughs> they brought us the, the statistics the and yeah it's predominantly white so um that's what it is and i think yeah that you, was that was shocking to me that was hard to get used to because i was not for used me to it. it was actually easy to get used to right because the high school that i went to was not diverse at all mm-hmm. yeah so um growing like once um we moved from orange county to the ie that's when i did not have any um teachers that came from underrepresented backgrounds it was just white 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 mm-hmm. and then when i got here and now they're majority of them are white uh-huh. i'm i'm used to it and i don't mind it because i like the way they teach and i don't feel like my voice is not heard ah okay well i don't feel like my voice is not heard either it's just <laughs> it's just different like i said it's just different than what i'm used to it's a different uh mm-hmm. culture it's a different culture mm-hmm. um and even not just not just the population not the not just the demographics even the culture itself like she said it's um i don't know if you said but it's like slower paced here mm-hmm. and in the bay it's like go 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 you know and so that was different for me like everybody's in their longboards here it's like right into class or things like that and it's just to me it's kind of it was kind of like in the movies you know like but i i like it like i've gotten used to it now and it's it's cool but but yeah, I just wanted to see like like what are the downsides? Like what has been not downsides, but like what has been like challenging for you? Que ya no tengo mi mamá para que me ayude. Honestly. Um. Yeah. I have no challenges. No, Jenny. Because when we talk about it in real life, she's like, now she's like, no. What are you talking about? Life is great. Right. life is good <laughs> right, like what are some of the hardest things that you have to you know? well honestly yeah like what she said we We're do blue. need to talk about that how like we have to do everything for ourselves oh and the parking and all that i mean are those really struggles <laughs> they're gonna be like you lazy like, I just- <laughs> <laughs> oh him. a challenge that i've had to face um was of course starting here new um even mm-hmm. though i'm a senior and it's my last year here i feel like a freshman because last year i did my junior year all online so it's Mm -hmm. like now that school is open and i'm on campus it's it has been a challenge for me to be able to get myself the right uh resources that i need for example i'm taking upper division classes Mm -hmm. and like hey like are you down to have a study session or can i get your number so we can help each other out Mm -hmm. um that's one of the challenges that I've had is just being able to get connected with the right people academically with my field of study. Yeah. And then also like, at least for me, my experience with counselors and like financial aid and all that has been trash. Oh, yes. Yes. Here at SDSU, I am not a big fan of our financial aid. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. That's just team. Yeah. Yeah. They're very unorganized. Mm-hmm. And also here with um, our housing facility. Oh, I mean, yeah. like here, it's very comfortable. It's very nice to be able to walk to class. But yeah. our leasing team is not very um, consistent. Yeah. Like when I first came in, 
like she said the leasing team like i called i had already signed my lease and everything she's like are you still gonna move in yeah she's like <laughs> are you are you we need to know if you're gonna sign the lease because like there's other people interested i was like what do you mean i have a move-in date already like yeah it's like you already signed yeah but i mean jenny can't even complain though because she got a free gift card the other day oh my god so they gave me a free starbucks gift card saying that i won the door decorating contest for halloween and i was like i sent a screenshot of the email to michelle and i was Uh like hey did you get this and she's like no and then i was like you know what i'm gonna go claim this gift card so i went to starbucks like after class was over and it did work i ended up yeah. getting my starbucks <laughs> but like but we didn't I, even decorate i think it's because nobody decorated so they just gave out gift oh. cards to random people that's what i'm thinking because i did not see one door decorated that's true yes. mind you there's four other girls in this apartment and jenny was the only uh-huh. one <laughs> that got a gift card yeah. yeah also another challenge that i've had is being able to get back on track with my spiritual side when I was mm-hmm. back at home, I would go to church once a week and I was actually a part of a leadership team. And I just feel like ever since I moved down here, I lost that side of me. Obviously, like I can't go back to that church anymore because I'm not close by anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I told myself that once I moved down that I was going to get back into it. And so I, of course, have been super busy. Uh, yeah. But that's also has been a challenge is being able to get back. What have you like discovered that are ways that you can manage these things the plans that i have in mind is um of course with the first challenge that i discussed about how getting connected getting involved now i I do feel like i have been able to meet a lot of people Mm -hmm. um, especially with my sorority there's a lot of girls who are majoring and minoring in sociology so it's like hey Mm -hmm. i I know who to plug with now Mm -hmm. um and then also um with the transfer team that i'm in um there's a lot of sociology majors so i think that's going to be a good idea for me to be able to get good help whenever I have any questions or I Mm -hmm. want any study um, partners. But also with my spiritual side, I am hoping, um, not not hoping, I'm going. I'm going Mm -hmm. to um, also get involved and hopefully be able to go to church with Michelle so we can set a date so that we can go to church. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, for me, I feel like I've I've had the same type of struggles. Um, For me, mostly getting, like, plugged in socially. Like, for some reason, the business department is really good about as soon as the class starts, everybody makes a group me, and, like, we're all helping. So, like, Mm -hmm. in that, academically, like, I don't struggle. Like, I have my class friends. Like, if I need, if I have questions, like, I know where to go and everything. The only thing is, like, the social side, you know? Like, I don't talk to those people. Like, they're not my friends or anything. Yeah. Um, But um what i've been doing is like like she said like jenny said like just going out of my comfort zone and like mm-hmm. joining bible studies at at the rock that's where we've been trying to go and oh and then i joined the deber program which is what is it what i always forget but it's for bilingual educators basically they help equip bilingual educators and i got in through one of my classes and you can go into bilingual education or you just have to apply like, you don't have to do it. You just have to try it. And if you like it, you, you do it. And if not, whatever. But they give you, like, a stipend. So they give you, like, money for being a part of it. And you also uh, do, like, monthly events and meetings. And it's it's pretty cool to be in that type of community for um, the cultural studies side of what I'm doing. So, uh-huh. yes. Yeah, no. So even though, okay, yeah. <laughs> 
how do I transition? It's hard because we gotta go from what I said yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, we can't just be like, you know, because then people are gonna be like, wait, what? Yeah. Moreover, in addition. <laughs> in addition. Essay style. Uh, furthermore. In addition. In conclusion. <laughs> piggybacking off of a good transition word <laughs> no yeah well i mean i've seen just by being here for a couple weeks i feel like you guys have a rhythm going but i know that since you guys live far away like your family is far away so mm-hmm. like they really have to make time for you guys to like to see you to visit you like mm-hmm. and honestly i enjoy coming down here because well now i know jenny and we all have a good time and everything you're and, always yeah. welcome here yeah our Bye. house is your house you, you honestly want- i want to just take a moment and, and shout out jenny because she's a great roommate and shout out to michelle too because she's a good roommate because uh, like honestly like but we we could both agree that she influences me way more that I influence her. Like, she's gotten me into, like, so many things and, like, yeah. good influence, good influence. <laughs> but, like, like the foods I eat and, like, mm-hmm. the things I watch. and You also have helped me, like, a lot here, too. Like, I remember the first three days when we moved in. Um, or even after that, I was, trying to, I was trying to do laundry and I was like, how do you work this thing? And I had to <laughs> ask you. And you're like, oh, just press this and it'll, yeah. it'll start. Yeah. That's another struggle, right? Yeah. Just like- or whenever like we like want to help each other out with like napkins, like, oh, like yeah. I got this paper towel roll this yeah. time. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll buy the next one. Yeah, we like trade off mm-hmm. who buys this and that. And She lets me borrow her, her rice maker. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't even use her rice maker no more. <laughs> I know, it's Jenny's now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you guys are very compatible as roommates, even though Michelle C. Yeah, se, se, se pasa with. I know, I'm very like OCD about things. Or what, what are we talking about? I thought I'd say you're pretty loud. <laughs> I am also very loud, but. No, but the neighbors of. <laughs> oh my god, talking about them in the morning before my alarm went on, I woke up to hearing their foot stomping i know dude and i'm a light sleeper like i can wake up to any little noise and that's one thing that was like kind of a a shock for me you know because some people out here they're like freshmen you know you're getting people from all different kinds of like Mm -hmm. years you know they're coming in at all different ages Mm -hmm. and there's people walking outside on the sidewalk like at two in the morning Mm -hmm. and that's normal here and i'm like bro aren't you guys tired and it's like a thursday too it's like Mm -hmm yeah the other day or not the other day like a few weeks ago we remember we were walking to uh no actually we were gonna go to the arena to go vote you came with me and you're gonna go drop off your ballot yeah and there is like one fraternity house on like a tuesday and they were having like a lit party we were like (laughs) it's tuesday like really (laughs) and we're like we better go ah (laughs) we're like jenny get us in because i guess oh yeah yeah yeah. because she's go ahead no yeah because she's like because i'm a part of daisy yeah but other night let's go. i was like hey cbt is gonna have something and you guys are like let's go let's go and she was almost like nah bro i'm <laughs> tired yeah i was like no i'm tired like it's thursday night <laughs> not even friday yeah. i just wanted to experience it so i mean i come visit michelle once in a while but like how do you handle like visiting family like finding time to to spend with your friends and family yeah, so I have most time in the weekend when I don't work. It's nice to be able to have Saturday and Sunday off. Mm-hmm. So I use that time to go back home and visit my family. Like right now, um, I have 
felt like I have been missing out on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like my nieces and nephews are growing up Mm. and I'm missing it. But um, like I'm far away, but I'm not too far away compared to Michelle with her family. Like Mm -hmm. she actually has to plan a few days Mm -hmm. to drive back home or fly back home versus Mm -hmm. me i can just go home during the weekend i know but also like her sisters and cousins like they call Mm -hmm. you like every day huh yeah almost every day so i have a big immediate family and then also i have a lot a lot of cousins girl cousins a lot of girl cousins Yeah. yeah and so we have like our group chats but like her parents actually call her and stuff like my parents don't even call me that's another thing. Like I don't know why. But no, that's been sometimes hard. they don't call me. The only but the only one who like will like I always talk to and like even comes comes to visit is Raquel. So wait, but do you ever feel like you need just like time to yourself? Like you know what I got? I got sorority right, stuff. Right. I got my family. I got my friends. All these group mm-hmm. chats going on. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you just need time to yourself? And how do you how do you happen? do that? How do you make yes, time for yourself? Yes. Yes. So. I think self-care is the most important thing. Um, I think your mental health comes first. When I want to when I want to have time for myself, I love to just be able to listen to music. Whether mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. inspiring inspira- inspira- inspirational inspirational music, um also putting my work life aside even my social life with my friends and my family putting that aside as well and just being able to grab a book and read or whether that's putting on a face mask i'll be in the bathroom doing my my skincare i've noticed michelle does that a lot too (laughs) and so i i love to be able to to do that during my my free time my me time yeah i'll i'll usually take like a day and it's usually sunday and i just if i can't because you already know freaking professors have sunday 11 59 something's due so i can't just chill but (laughs) like at least i'll take like the morning or half of the day and i just like go to church or but i just make time like a couple hours to just chill yeah, it's, go to the tianguis you know something you know go shopping yeah, that's go. so nice to be able to even go outside and just enjoy the go day for a walk right we, yeah we'll yeah like the other walk, day like, our... like i went to the beach by myself to yeah. watch the sunset but it wasn't that nice because the weather wasn't nice yeah yeah so it was so nice to do that on my own like i didn't need to bring a date or a friend or nothing like that yeah but that's cool like don't you get scared going out by yourself or you Um, do you feel weird going out by yourself during the day i i don't yeah um during the nighttime yes especially coming here um coming here into the student housing like especially like where we park our car like yes i do feel scared which i think it's not right like i shouldn't need to be in fear Mm -hmm. of leaving my car at the parking structure and then having Mm -hmm. to walk to my student housing Mm -hmm. and at the same time like one needing to have a pepper spray i don't think that's right right but i already told jenny that's not something i have to worry about because i got two weapons (laughs) (laughs) my right fist and my left one you already know Mm -hmm. so catch me outside (laughs) no but but we check in on each other too like like mm-hmm. if she goes out and i'm like okay like be safe you know like yeah but i think that's cool though that we both because like i'll also go to the beach by myself or something like we both make time for ourselves and we also do stuff together too like mm-hmm. like we watch our show yeah so we just finished watching made on netflix we have really one more good. episode but yes we have one more episode mm-hmm. i thought we were done <laughs> <laughs> no we have one more but yeah and then 
um last time we went to little italy uh-huh and it was crazy because when i posted that meal everybody's like who are, who are you on a date with and i'm like i'm with my roommate like i'm not with no date i know no one asked me that <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> i have a hard time at me repeating myself being an antisocial person like i have a hard time going out by myself so i really respect that that you guys are able to and that's something that i want to develop to myself just like learn to it's so mm-hmm. chill though. to go places yeah. on your own and just like take time for yourself and actually like soak it in you know mm-hmm. instead of being like i wish you know somebody would come with me or something like that like just enjoying yeah being like, alone i would not mind to go to the movies by myself or to go to dinner by myself mm-hmm. get ready get all glammed up look at myself in the mirror and be like you look good let's go like i'd be down to do that yes queen yeah love that so on top of being the president of the transfer club and the newest member of the zeta beta sorority and all these things part-time work all these things and also making time for yourself do you have time for dating or for a relation romantic relationship or what no. does that look like for you what right does that now? look no. like what does that look like what's your plan that's the reason why i'm single because i don't even have i barely have time for myself honestly right now i'm like so caught up with everything that i'm doing this transition you know ever since i moved i haven't had time like <laughs> i even told michelle like i'm so sorry but like no honestly same i see you <laughs> my schedule looks nothing like yours but i feel like you know, it's okay to take time for yourself mm-hmm. and do the things that you want to do. And especially even in, like, and I've said this so many times, but in the Latino community, like the Hispanic community, like, being in a, like, finding that person or getting married and all that, it's, like, a big deal and there's a lot of pressure around it. But mm-hmm. even, especially, like, as a as a, as a a female, but as a right. woman, mm-hmm. the fact that you guys are here studying, getting degrees, mm-hmm. like, this is, como se dice, not controversial, but it's very, like, out of the norm, you know? Yep. And and I feel mm-hmm. like especially as a first gen, yeah, uh huh. Jenny, tell them, tell the people, like how how do you feel about that? Like, as a first gen, um, growing up in a Hispanic household, my parents really encouraged me. They never forced me mm-hmm. to go to college. They just encouraged me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so while I was going to school, keep in mind I've never have been in college and not worked and just focus in school i've mm-hmm. always worked i've done both mm-hmm. i could have easily especially with the industry that i'm in i could have easily dropped out of school mm-hmm. and continued mm-hmm. working in human resources right and continue leveling up and get promotions and get a great income you mm-hmm. know make good money yeah. i could have easily just dropped out of school but i said no because i'm gonna finish what i started and mm-hmm. i like what I'm studying I like my field of study and so throughout that time I just kept reminding myself why I started dang nice and honestly I'm I'm really like I really respect that because first of all and it's not necessarily that you're you're cutting corners or anything like Mm -hmm. everybody's journey looks different and in what they're passionate about and what they want to do but at the same time like this is what you're passionate about and it's not easy school is hard the por si but then you add on the university level Mm -hmm. and then you add on all of these other things around it like it just goes to show that if you really care about something and you really want to do something like you can make it happen Mm -hmm. if you put in the work 
I think that was one of the, I remember that was one of the first things. Like, we were getting to know each other that first night that we lived here. And we both said that. Like, I feel like our, our the reason why we, like, get along so well is because our experiences are very similar. Like, I also grew up working and going to school, too. This is the first time that I'm not working. And that's because I moved to a whole different city, mm-hmm. okay? Chill. But, and I saved up. Like, I, it's not like I'm just chilling. Like, I saved up what I'm living on, you know? And also a first-gen student. And we're bilingual. Yeah. And we're transfers. Transfers, yeah. And... I remember that was the thing that we connected on how like we both had goals and I remember she said she was like like I just think that it's good that you also have goals like me I remember yeah because you're like because I don't want no lazy people when I met you I was like this girl's very ambitious like she's very driven yeah and Mm -hmm. that's what I felt like the same with me about her yeah Mm -hmm. Wait, we didn't finish the dating thing. Ah, oh, I, I, I thought you just wanted to say you don't have time for so it. Circling, <laughs> so circling back to... Uh, I'm, I'm done talking about dating. Yeah. A- right, well. Appearances, that doesn't matter to me because I go for personality. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're good looking and your personality is trash, then I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to talk to you. Like, that right. is not attractive to me. Somebody who's attractive for me is somebody who is respectful. Mm-hmm. somebody who is ambitious mm-hmm. somebody who's driven somebody who has a good credit score mm-hmm. <laughs> has a good career and has goals that's a few things that i can say that i can find attractive within a guy sense of humor is a big for me mm-hmm. love god love others family oriented family oriented honestly i don't really care what they do for work um i do because I can pay my own bills. Ah! But I don't need no man. Yeah. Same. But, but still, I know that's like nice to have. Mm-hmm. But because it's obviously because you like, want wait, that, but like it, you want similar mindset. Mindset. But it de- it depends. Like, are you talking about like if you date a guy right now in school who's like really that's, working towards his uh-huh. career, yeah. or like later on in life when like you're out, out of school already, have right. your job right. and you're True. you know like a guy mm-hmm. who's also is working but like what if you have a high what if you make a higher income than him like would you state still date somebody who's like at the basic at the at the bottom i think it depends like you said on the intentions like it was, it's someone who's working their way or is working like has that goal mm-hmm. of working their way up yeah and is there anyone you're interested in right now Ooh. Ooh. I'll be like, yeah, but he hasn't texted me back. <laughs> Come on. What do you think your future husband is doing right now? Mm. Oh my gosh, I've thought about that before. <laughs> I don't know. Mine is prepping for the bar exam right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's staying up late right now. Watching Netflix. <laughs> He's praying for me. Ah. Ah. Praying for his future wife. <laughs> He's at the reunion de jóvenes. <laughs> He's leading a worship band right now. <laughs> He's singing Oceans. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, take me deeper. <laughs> He's buying properties at. I know. I was about to say. He's like building a house yeah, right now or something. He's starting investments. his own business. Yeah. I think Let's it all just, just comes it. down to this is why we date with intentions. Yeah, because I'm at the age now where i know what i want mm-hmm. i think that's a clear difference here because i will say there you know, is an uh, age gap yeah yeah because you know a few years back i didn't care i was like you know what 
I'm just yeah. trying to get to know people. I'm just trying yeah. to have fun. I'm just trying Me. to experience <laughs> things. And then you end up getting your heart broken. Uh, well, okay. And then you end up catching feelings. But, hey. And then you get strings attached. <laughs> but, wait. But I don't want that now. <laughs> but would you say that that made you better? And that's helped yes, you grow. Yes, absolutely. Where you're absolutely necessary mm-hmm. to where you are now. It definitely helped me find my inner self. Okay. It definitely helped me realize my value and my worth right and what i deserve as a woman and Mm -hmm. what i shouldn't and should tolerate okay so to wrap things up um what is a piece of advice that you would give yourself um your younger self if you could go back in time to my younger self in high school um i would tell myself to believe in yourself Mm -hmm. to know that you have potential Mm -hmm. and that you can do anything that you set your mind into. That's what I would tell my younger self because if when I look back, I just thought I was going to have a normal job, you know, because I grew up seeing the Latin culture, majority of the women just staying mm-hmm. at home and then mm-hmm. the men being the breadwinners. But no, it's like girls can do it too. And mm-hmm. so if I can go back and tell my younger self that, I would definitely um, encourage myself to believe in myself and know that I can make my dreams come true because just like Selena Quintanilla says, the impossible is possible. Hey. Hey. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. And with that, and ladies and gentlemen, we just want to give a big thank you to Jenny. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you so much for your insight, for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us on your free night. Truly an honor and privilege. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. Super excited for this to air. I'm about to go shower now. (laughs) (laughs) Because tomorrow's another day, y'all. If you guys got this far, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. You guys know what to do. Make sure you follow, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on wherever you get it. Spotify, iTunes. And um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, y'all. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys on the next one. That's it? Oh my gosh. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. (laughs)